0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week?
1: Well, I'm chilling, Tyler. How about
0: yourself? I'm doing pretty good myself. Thank you for asking. Well, I think before we move into anything else in 2021, we obviously have to do our best of and worst of lists and all that, like everyone else. Uh, So this this episode, we have our best 2020. This uh, this year, we're only going to do top three. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. A lot of movies got delayed and were pushed back. So kind of have slim pickings this year, but we both do have a top three. Uh, like usual, we'll go back and forth. Why we liked it, why it's on the list, why you should watch it. With that being said, Mike, what is number three on your list?
1: <sighs> number three. Well, I gotta be honest for me, they're really in no particular order. It was kind of slim pickings this year for best of movies. I mean, these are three movies that stuck out most to me throughout a very blah year when it comes to cinema. So I'll start off with The Invisible Man. Now, I know we've talked about this, so I'm not going to be too long-winded with it. But Invisible Man was just pretty much a good take, or nice modern take, on a classic horror movie. And this movie succeeded in every aspect. No frills, just general uncomfortability. You never know where this guy is, what's going on.
0: Now, is it a proper horror movie or is it more of a thriller movie? I, and I'm saying this to someone who hasn't watched it, but I did see the trailers, you know, back when going to a theater's a thing. And I wasn't sure how Bloomhouse was making it. I mean, it's a little bit of both. Okay. Because there are some genuine
1: horror style movie scenes, but then it's also a thriller in the aspect of he could be in every single shot of the movie and you don't know.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: You don't, you know, he's like, there are scenes, you know, he's there, but you just don't know where. So a lot on production too. (laughs) It it definitely does. So I think that aspect is what really shot in for this movie.
0: Okay. All right. So for my number three, I was kind of going back and forth on this. My issue is a number one. My issue is like, what fits third place? And I was about to go with Hamilton, but then I thought, one, it's technically just a recording of a musical, and yeah. I think that's kind of playing it safe. So, basically with this and my number two, it was basically my international version this year. I, I just traveled the world watching movies. Uh, Number three is Weathering With You. And I think I, I may have talked about this on the podcast before when we're doing other list, but there was an anime movie that came out about two, three years ago called Your Name. Same director, new story. Basically, the, the crux of it is boy runs away to Tokyo, all alone, homeless, meets a girl who helps helps him out. Turns out she is this mystical weather maiden that can make it rain. So they use it for get-rich-quick schemes. However, it's actually a curse on her. And the more she uses it, the more she starts to disappear. So you have that conflict back and forth. But otherwise, it's got great animation. It's got a pretty decent story, great music, and I would say an enjoyable watch.
1: Sounds interesting enough. That was. What's your number two? Well, I think I'm gonna have to go with the new Disney Pixar movie Soul. Now we haven't really talked much about this, but I gotta say the animation on it was it's pretty awesome. And it's a lot of it's definitely, I feel like a more trippy movie. Yes. Because it's all about actual projection, the afterlife, going through different dimensions. But overall, I don't want to give any spoilers on the movie because I do highly recommend people watch it.
0: It's not on my list, but I thought, um, great performance from Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. I I will say it's a pretty good movie and definitely better than the other Pixar movie that came out this year.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to completely agree with that one this one just felt know, soulful if you will
0: do you think because like we're in our mid-20s it feels more relatable like i do feel like if a five or six year old watched this movie they'd be a little lost toward the end wait what like the like not again spoilers but like the themes the movies like i feel like it relates to more older people than younger people oh yeah definitely
1: because i don't know how many people i mean i guess jazz is just a backdrop the movie but how many young viewers really
0: know what jazz is? That's true. I mean, how many five-year-olds have watched, you know, Whiplash and La La Land? You know, not many kids. No, not at all. All right. Uh, my number two takes me to Europe with uh Mad Nicholson movie called Another Round. I think it's a. I believe it's a Danish film. I Believe it's a Danish film. Uh. So yeah, I'm, I'm going way out there. But I saw the trailer for this. I was like, you know, I gotta go watch it. That was pretty good. So Matt McIlhenny plays a early to mid four-year-old school teacher. Uh, his main friends are also school teachers, and you know they're living boring lives for the most part. And they decide to replicate an experiment to see if they can get results, which is you will improve your performance in life, uh, physically, socially, by keeping a certain blood alcohol level. So, obviously, it first, starts out as fun. You know, just have a couple beers in the morning throughout the day and all that. And then, you know, they start to try and ramp it up. And what if if it's a higher blood alcohol level, can you even get better and better? And it goes from there. The reason why I think it's a great movie is, besides some really good performances, especially Mads Mikkelsen, I felt I got a little bit of an insight to Danish culture. And along with that, it's the theme... Alcohol is plays a main theme in the movie, but it's not just drinking and drinking. It's why would you drink? What is the purpose for drinking? Some of them get a benefit, like Matt Nicholson, out of initially drinking and doing that, while others don't take it too well, while some of them also facing like a midlife crisis in a sort of way. So definitely worth a watch. Yes, you should, you should put up with the subtitles. It's a good movie.
1: I mean, it definitely sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, it, it, it does. It, it, it's a good mix of comedy and drama. It's not just the drama all the way through. Yeah. At least for the first half, there's a lot of comedic moments. But uh, what's your uh, what's your number one movie of 2020?
1: Well, I mean, it's got to be Trial of Chicago Seven. That movie was just awesome to watch, and you know we've talked about it before, but mm-hmm. the acting throughout the entire movie is just on point, point. and like how they tell the entire story, flipping. Basically on trial, going back to events to get the whole story. Added. Honestly, it was a fantastic movie.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you, and not only do I agree with you, it's uh, it's also my number one movie for the year.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, something yeah. that stood out.
0: Yeah, it is something that stood out, and I, I think it came out at a great time, right before the election. Absolutely. But, you know, you and me, by the time fall rolls around, we're looking for those Oscar movies. They ain't they ain't coming out. This movie comes out. Aaron Sorkin knocks it out of the park. And, you know, I think it surprises us both that it's number one pick for both of us, even with that terrible, like last two minutes of the movie.
1: Yeah, the standing ovation, definitely.
0: Mm. Like, I will say if every other, if every movie that was supposed to come out this year came out, I don't think this would still be my number one, but it, it'd it be a top five, maybe even top three. Like, I don't want to take this away from the movie. It is a great movie. It would have been a top five movie for me anyway. Because yeah. it is that good. It is that good, and you know, as as much as people give Aaron Sorkin, uh, shit, sometimes about reusing phrases al- among multiple shows, he has shown with Steve Jobs and with this movie, uh, at least for me, he can write f- an action packed scene where everyone is just speaking. Yeah, that's and that's, that's standout.
1: That's
0: Again, no spoilers, but uh, Eddie Redmayne and the uh, the defendant lawyer when they're practicing toward the end. Again, yeah. that's just... So, I mean, I'm hoping 2021, more movies are released. Uh, Hopefully we can do a proper top five next year. Yeah, uh, God. yeah, And hopefully it would be a lot tougher for us. We'll have so many good movies, we don't know what to put in there. I'm hoping we have that issue. Uh, but, you know... Yeah, so far... Uh... I mean, you, you don't know. I mean, look, James Bond. You know, it's in October now. It can still make it, right? Yeah. Right. But I mean, the
1: last one wasn't even that good.
0: Yeah, but if you if you alternate, that means this one's going to be good. And this is someone who says Quantum of uh, Specter is a good movie. What, what, Quantum of Specter? Which one? The second. The second one. Yeah, that's Quantum of, Quantum of Solace. See, I I'm mixing them all up now. I still think it's a good movie. <laughs> i'm gonna disagree with you on that one but but that's what i'm saying if everyone like yeah take your opinion good movie bad movie good movie bad movie this is a good movie
1: what did you guys think were good movies (laughs) feel free to let us know at entertainment expansion at outlook.com you can check us out on instagram facebook youtube we did talk about a few of these movies fully in depth in our prior episode so give that a watch thank you for listening